This will be the cold open for Going Terribly, episode 52. I will start off by sharing an interesting factoid or piece of trivia that I've learned recently that may or may not be relevant to this date. I will misunderstand what you are saying, perhaps on purpose, via innuendo or some other form of stupidity. I will grow more and more exasperated and try to explain the factoid at length. I will escalate the situation by continuing to purposely misunderstand what you are saying. I will attempt to interrupt you with discourse particles like but, well, or, so, as if you won't let me get a word in edgewise. I will continue speaking over you, laughing occasionally at the frustration I am putting you through, all the while thinking about how funny this is. I will gradually lose my shit and call you a dumbass motherfucker. It will be hilarious. The world will rejoice. This is Alice. And this is your mom. (gasps) (laughs) You take that back! This is going terribly with your mom. (laughs) You know, the devil kidnapped the daughter of the harvest. Peter Piper picked a peck of Pickled penis. Sizz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Miss English Professor. <laughs> you know, one of my very vivid memories of King of the Hill. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, the first couple seasons. Yeah. It was Peggy trying to say penis because she had to teach a health class, but she couldn't say it. So she would put it into the word happiness. So she's in the mirror and she's <laughs> practicing happiness, happiness, ha-penis, ha-penis. <laughs> it sounds like half-penis. <laughs> it's like a, that's, that's a vasectomy, a micro, right? A micro-penis. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a vasectomy is when you get your penis slashed in half. Is that is that how no, it works? Is no, that no, 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 no. It's like it's, it's something it... internal. It's a it's a tying of the tubes. <laughs> a tying of the tubes. It's where they make it so that your um, semen doesn't contain sperm. Is that correct? I, I mean... Because you, I you still produce. Oh, you still ejaculate. Yes. You yeah, still you have still... seed. But the seeds are no longer sprouting. Fertile. <laughs> There's some bad seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, yeah, I love them. Oh, yeah? You know, Nick Cave is also an artist, like a fine artist. Like, he sculpts things. He's a fine out of, artist. Out of junk. Like, he creates these sculptures out of, like, found materials and crochet. Like, he crochets things to go on these things. And it's he's, just like crazy sculptures, man. He's like you. Do I do that? Do well, I make you, crazy art? You, you've made me out of junk. <laughs> I made your junk. What? Your penis. <laughs> my my half penis. <laughs> my favorite King of the Hill moments. Let's make this the King of the <laughs> the King of the Hill recap episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite, and I'm gonna butcher the quote here, so mm-hmm. I'll just I'll, let's just say the whole thing's paraphrased. But it's like uh, Peggy's going to teach. This might be the same episode. I don't know because she's going to teach like sex ed or no something. <laughs> It's got to be around the same time. You know what I'm talking about? She's going to teach sex Did ed. Did they do multi-arcs? Probably not. I, it's it's probably the same episode. This is very early. And uh, Dale is one of the parents who oh. doesn't want her doing mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And so they can't get her to stop. And so he decides to threaten her 
but like yeah, as yeah, a yeah. stranger. So he <laughs> so he calls the, he calls them up on the phone there, and uh, and and Hank answers. Hello, <laughs> and, he, and and Dale and Dale just disguises his voice, quote unquote. And, you don't know me, but I know where you live. And uh, and Hank goes, Dale. <laughs> and Dale goes, Oh, hey, Hank. Hey, put Peggy on. <laughs> he gives the phone to Peggy. Hello, Dale. And he goes, You don't know me, but I know where you live. <laughs> and then he threatens her. <laughs> oh, Texas. It's <laughs> wow. Because everyone in Texas is like that? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Actually, I was thinking recently of that slogan, don't mess with Texas. Uh Do you actually know the origin of it? I don't. Please inform me. It was an anti-littering campaign. Oh. Like, don't make a mess of Texas. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess like the state, the whole state kind of just adopted it as its ethos. I think it, it you know, it drifted away from the uh-huh. anti-littering thing. And they made it like a macho thing, like we're cowboys. What are you saying about Texas? Don't I'm saying they're <laughs> cowboys and cowpokes, and you know, there's only two things that come from Texas: <gasps> steers and King of the Hill references. Oh, oh my gosh! I thought you, I didn't know where that was going at first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know what you've heard, but. <laughs> I didn't know it until I heard steers. I was like, oh, what rhymes with steers? Okay. <laughs> Tears for fears. Oh, yeah. Shout. Salty Shout it out. Hop. Wait, did huh? I do the wrong song? No, they, they did both those Shout. songs. Oh, okay. And they also did everybody. <laughs> I didn't even finish the word. Don't sue me. Mm-hmm. Kurt Smith oh. of Tears for Fears. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I only know that because of Psych. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, the people from the television program Psych are big Tears for Fears fans, especially James Roday Rodriguez. And so they actually ended up bringing in season five. They brought Kurt Smith in to play himself, and then he uh, and then he recurred as himself in a couple more episodes. Hmm. It's, it's really good. It's mm. really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take my word for it. Sure. Well, I was thinking since we were talking about like waste and mess. Ducks. Oh, God. Here comes poop again. No. You well, ducks? okay. D U uh, C T S, like the penile duct. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're really reaching for wherever this is going. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I learned a great piece of trivia recently. Um, I was, oh, so I was volunteering at the is Victory it about, Film Is it about film. Don't Mess With Texas? Because you already no. told us. No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of interesting trivia. I believe in you. Yeah. Oh, d- Film festival, yeah. sorry. So a couple weeks ago, there was a Victory Film Festival, and I was volunteering, so I was like running some films, and there was a block of films early in the morning, and I feel like, you know, they were placed there because they, you know, might not draw much of an audience, uh-huh. and there was no one in the room. So it was... They it were all my movies. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfinished entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was a documentary from Malta about ancient Rome. And it was like high production value. Like okay. they had a very Britishy sounding narrator and all that. Um, and David a lot of, yeah, yeah. A lot of like good stock footage of Roman soldiers and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't. It's like stock footage of Roman soldiers? Yeah. How far back does video go? Oh, no, you was probably like B-roll from Spartacus or something. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I was like, this, this video footage is from 200 AD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody was on it. I mean, the Romans invented everything. So they probably invented celluloid. 
well, <laughs> they may be all big but, and high and mighty, but they better learn you don't mess with Texas. <laughs> but they did invent something, and it's so it's so crazy. Okay, okay. So I was so I I was on my phone pretty much, you know, just I was I was doing some correspondence. I was getting some emailing done because no one else was in the room. Uh-huh. And then suddenly I heard the term cloaca maximus. Oh, oh, what? Well, uh. So right. like a giant chicken butt. No. No. What it originally was, was the first sewer system. So the Romans, yeah, the Romans created the first sewer system, and that's what cloaca means. And then I think that's where the term for the bird hole (laughs) came from. There's something real dirty about the term bird hole. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's gross to me. What's that movie, Bird Hole, or the... The Sandra Bullock one where everybody's blind? No. (laughs) No. The, the Michael Keaton one where everyone is drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the the bird box brain, uh, the the unexpected. That was my nickname in high school. Virtue of ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was that was my other nickname in high school. Ah. The unexpected virtue uh, of ignorance. You had so many. You had so many nicknames. You must have been well admired. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's usually the the tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, you big fat dork. You big ignoramus. They love me. Yeah. They just love me. <laughs> hey, half penis. <gasps> they love me. How would they know? Uh, you have to take your clothes off in gym. Mm. I was just kidding. I never did that. But you were supposed to. Oh, okay. I just refused. Mm. I was like, I'm not taking anything off. Yeah, like I didn't understand when they would... Uh, I guess they wouldn't make us shower, but like they would recommend it. And I didn't get it at the time, maybe because my sweat glands hadn't fully formed. Uh-huh. So I was never that sweaty after gym class. But it like, but now, you know, as I'm grown, I'm like Swamp City, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was pretty sweaty back then, but I wasn't going to shower. Uh, and mm-hmm. we were we were supposed to. It wasn't just recommended. We oh, were supposed okay. to, but I just I just refused. So you what were just you reek do? all day? Yeah, I, I mean, I took a lot of deodorant to school. <laughs> <laughs> I took care of that. And I don't you know, believe in deodorant. And, you know, I would, uh, I would rinse off in the sink, that kind of thing. A holes bath? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So the Romans invented the first sewer system. <laughs> and deodorant. Isn't that, isn't <laughs> sorry, sorry. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And it's called the Cloacus Maximus. And It's mostly anyways, the name that's cool. Right. Like, I, if you would have said, oh, who do you think invented the first sewer system? I probably, probably like ancient Rome. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's more expected. All, still cool, but mm-hmm. the name is freaking cool. Yeah. It also sounds like some sort of a hero and gladiator or something. <laughs> I am Cloacus Maximus. And I will... Excuse me. Yeah. But, oh, but the thing is, it was actually named after someone else. So it's like, there's so many layers to this. Like, the the chicken cloaca is named after the cloaca maximus. And the cloaca, which in just regular parlance means like a a duct, you know, like or a sewer drainage (laughs) system. Oh. (laughs) A duck duct. Duck, duck. Has anyone ever made that joke before? Reverse goose. Because <laughs> a reverse goose would be something coming out of your butt. Because a goose is something going into your butt. Oh. Come on, Alice. Follow me here. Follow me on my immature I never humor. Knew, I never knew that's what being goosed was. You've never been goosed? I feel like... Isn't that a finger going in your butt? I suppose so. Or is, but it, is it a pinch in the butt? Maybe I've been doing gooses the wrong I think I've only way. been like tickled, you know. Geese? I've been geesed. You've been tickled. <laughs> I really don't know why kids would be doing any of this stuff. Right. Like kids should not be sticking fingers up each other's butts, pinching each other's butts, or tickling each other's butts. 
And yet we all did you it. Prude. <laughs> <laughs> you prude. You prude. You prude. Anyway, did you study like Roman and Greek mythology and all that in elementary school? Yes. Yeah. In uh, third grade especially, we were big into Greek mythology. Yeah. And there was a little bit of Roman mythology later on in like junior high or something like that. But I don't remember a ton. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Cloaca comes from Cloacina or Cloacina. You <laughs> <laughs> said Cloacina, sorry. <laughs> and she was the, the the cleanser goddess, you know. So it's like sewage the and hygiene. Cleanser goddess. <laughs> the Romans, man. Nice. The Romans and Greeks had had like excuses for everything. Yeah, like the seasons. They're like, well, yeah. Why does why do the seasons change? Oh, it's because you know the devil kidnapped the daughter of the harvest. Well, <laughs> and there and there was a season. Turn, turn, turn. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a song by the birds who have <gasps> cloacas. What? Dang. <laughs> Wrapped it all up in a little bag and dropped it on your doorstep. Whoa. You're welcome. Just like a stork would with your baby. Oh, yeah. And a stork is oh, a it just keeps going. bird. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, wait, is a stork a bird? Because oh I was God. no, because I was thinking of like those long-legged birds, like flamingos and emus and ostriches. Yeah, still birds. Uh, e- yeah, <laughs> those are still birds. No, because I thought emus were kiwis, and I was like, are those marsupials? And you thought emus were kiwis? Those are two completely different sized birds. Yeah. Forgive my clicking, everyone. I was doing something. <laughs> pull, now, were you calling a kiwi? Pull back the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that were the Kiwi call? It is the Kiwi call. I don't How mix, do you know? I don't mix stuff up. <gasps> <laughs> Kiwis go. Give me another bird. I'll tell you how every bird in the world sounds. Um. Yeah, I don't think I know a lot of birds. <laughs> you just listed like eight. I know you're right. <laughs> Except you thought they weren't birds. Like, I wasn't sure if stork was a bird because I thought it might be like an emu or a kiwi <laughs> instead. Flamingo. Well, well, what sound does an emu make? Oh, it was. Oh my goodness! You know like what? That. I, you know what else I learned recently? Actually, I think you told me this. So I have this ointment or a balm or something. You have a balm? <laughs> She's got a balm. <laughs> Don't say bomb on podcast, Alice. Okay, You'll yeah. get us kicked off Apple. Sure. <laughs> They're afraid we're going to blow up Taylor Swift. That's not how technology works. Right. Go on. <laughs> She'll blow herself up. What? No, I mean, like, because she's so big. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I have this ointment called emu oil. Uh-huh. Am I saying emu wrong? I was wondering which, like, which way. <laughs> They're both right, right? And I feel like I go back and forth. I f- apparently, you go back and forth. Do I? <laughs> I say my emu back and forth. Emu, emu. Anyway, so it's this, it's this, it's like a chapstick thing. It rolls, it rolls up and down like a half penis. And we all know what chapstick is. <laughs> Why did I explain that? <laughs> it's like a, a chapstick. The, the mechanism, thing, you know, the, the innovation, down. the simple machines <laughs> rotating around in there. Let me explain a ballpoint pin to you. Uh, I mean, you that, this little I thing, don't know. It comes out. Yeah. It's like I never really understood what the ball and what the point was. <laughs> the point is a ball. Oh. <laughs> That's what the point is, Kick, Alice. Kickball turn. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a dance term. Anyway. Are we drunk? <laughs> I've never been drunk. Is this what it's like? 
I feel like this is more high. Oh, I've never been high either. <laughs> well, maybe like secondhand contact highs from when I was a child. Oh, really? <laughs> anyway, this anyway. emu oil um, relieves itching. Um, and it's it's actually pretty helpful. You know, like put it on bug bites or I put it on eczema. But mm-hmm. then you told me recently, or actually I wondered recently, if emus are killed for their oil or if it's extracted from them somehow. Uh-huh. And then you found out that, yes, they are dead. Oh, dang. See, I didn't remember. Because it's... <laughs> It's been a few months now. I, I remember this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I remember looking it up, but I didn't remember the outcome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they they are killed for their meat, which uh-huh. you know is sad too. So maybe they're just already dead, and they're like, we might as well get some oil out of this. And it's such sweet, sweet oil. Sweet, sweet oil. <laughs> so if you're if you ever find yourself near an emu farm, and uh, you have some acne or something, just go up and pet the emu. Eczema, not acne. Whatever. <laughs> Is this National Eczema Week? No, did, it's not. Did you know? Did Did you ever use Noxzema? No, I don't. As a kid, what is that? It It was a facial wash that was kind of popular in the late nineties okay. or the two thousands. But it originally, or I guess it was popular around then amongst teens. But it was invented a while back, and it was called that because it said uh, because the the guy who invented it was like, oh, it really knocked out my wife's eczema. So noxzema. Oh, noxzema. Yeah, but I feel like I you used... You are full of I'm facts I'm so full of today. factoids today. Yeah. And... Usually I, you're just full I, of... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say love and affection. That's not true. <laughs> it's not. It's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. I, I tried noxzema on my eczema when I was a kid, and it didn't really work. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. That guy lied to you. Yeah, I bet it didn't even it didn't even have any emu in it. Mm-mm. I bet it didn't have a single drop of any bird. Are you going somewhere with this? No. Oh, <laughs> Cloaca Maximus. Okay, that's the the gladiatorial. Oh, okay, combat. okay, 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 okay. Anyway, they'll take our acne, but they'll never take our eczema. That's Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's what I meant all along. Well, you see, the Romans invented uh, bravery. Braveheart. (laughs) (laughs) Bravery. (laughs) The Romans invented bravery. I mean, they fought lions, right? Or they made Christians fight lions. How does that go? And there was like bread and circuses. Circus Maxima. (laughs) Yeah. Bread and circuses. The great circus. I don't know. Oh, like uh, Barnum and Bailey? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's ancient rome descendants of listen girl <laughs> i'm not actually playing dumb like i know barnum and bailey are in ancient rome but i don't know anything i don't know enough about either one of those things <laughs> to be playing completely dumb huh? you heard me <laughs> so uh you so you already mentioned the uh the first films in the world how they go back to mm-hmm. t- 200 ad yep, 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 with yep. the romans and I, I somehow feel like that's not correct, but mm. but we have established that's when it was. I mean, sue me. Did you know? Uh, I don't know. What does follow this fall under? Uh, it's a great day with Doug, Alice. Oh, yay! It's a great day with Doug because on this day in 1928, there was the first recording session in Nashville. What? By the Gully Jumpers. Okay, who are they? <laughs> Uh, they're an old uh, musical group that did a recording in Nashville. A recording? 
editing session. Eh? Look, I did five minutes of Google research for this. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that got me thinking about the first like recorded music, mm-hmm. recorded sound, mm-hmm. recorded voice, etc. And I realized I didn't, I don't really, I didn't even have a theory about when any of that was. Mm-hmm. So do you know when the first recorded voice is from? I would say a little earlier than that. Well, it was well, earlier. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually after. It's the strangest thing. <laughs> I mean, do you want to take a stab? Because I couldn't even take a stab before well, I looked up all this. 1870. 1870? Yeah. Um, you're very, very close. Uh, I have down here the earliest recording of the human voice or recognizable music is from April 9th, 1860. Wow. So you were very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a decade before. Recognizable music. Like, that's debatable. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it was a theremin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whale sound. Ooh. Or no, that's a that's a howling dog. Like those that those videos that I show you. I follow a ukulele teacher on Instagram, and he does duets with animals that like are just randomly howling. Like a husky that's just like, ooh. And oh, then that weird cat that, make, okay, okay. that makes those nah, nah, noises. <laughs> and so he does a duet with them. He creates a song on his ukulele and duets with them. That's very nice. Yeah. How kind. His name is Boris Mogilevsky. Go follow the cat? him. Um, yeah. <laughs> the dude, the dude. <laughs> Boris, what's the last name? Mogilevsky. What a fun name. <laughs> I have a fun name for you. The person who made the first that's, recording. Yeah, that's my segue back oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, I'm really proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Watch this be not a fun name at all. <laughs> it is a fun name. I had to look up how to pronounce it, and I hope oh, wh- okay. I hope whoever recorded it was correct. It was. It's a French gentleman. Hmm. It was Edouard Leon Scott de Martavilla. Hmm. Yeah, the last name's spelled Martinville. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's oh. Spelled, so. <laughs> What the guy pronounced it left out the end. Look, I don't know French Versailles. from from a hole in the Mylan. ground. <laughs> but you know what the craziest thing about that recording, the very first recording what? that we know about from 1860, is that there was no way to listen to it. Oh, at the time. Wow. So when was the first? So he had to like, just player invented. Well, let me let me take you through a trip. Oh, okay. A trip down audio lane. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Mr. Martinville, <laughs> he invented the phonautograph, huh. so that's what this thing yeah, was. sounds real, yeah. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> <laughs> Patented uh, March 25th, 1857, mm, so this mm-hmm. is three years before that recording. The phonautograph? The phonautograph. Um, and it traced the shape of sound waves Ooh. as undulations, undulations or other deviations Ooh. in a line traced on smoke-blackened paper or glass. Smoke-blackened paper. <laughs> so it recorded glass. the sound in theory. It's very sensual. Like, I guess there was no way he could technically prove it to <laughs> to somebody who would doubt him. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you, though? What are you talking about? <laughs> See that thing right there? I recorded everything you just said. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, but in... More like a phony telegraph. <laughs> More like a judge-eto-graph. What? That's not... 
Thanks for laughing. That was nothing at all. Oh, I thought you were making mm-hmm. some kind of OJ. I was, I was, yeah. but I mean, I was. <laughs> Kato Kalen. Oh, this is topical. This is topical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in in two thousand eight, a group of researchers from the First Sounds Collective. What? That's a real thing. Sounds like a cult. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like someone who uh, greets babies as they come out of the womb. <laughs> This is your first sound. Congratulations. Oh, that's kind of nice. It is, actually. <laughs> I want to be that. Hey, let me interrupt what I'm saying okay. to say something else. Sure, sure. Isn't it weird how when there's a baby inside you... <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it is, it is weird. L- like, even as the time approaches, it's still not crying or anything. There's not crying coming from your vagina. Wow. Until it's out. Oh, my God. I'm sure there's scientific ex- explanations with, like, all the... the the goop and whatnot it's in. Mm. The sack. Mm-hmm. The... <laughs> but it's weird that like as soon as it comes out, it's crying. Yeah. And while it's in there, wouldn't it be... So, so we can't hear the crying even when a, when some, a woman's in labor? Oh, that's true too, isn't it? Well, I don't know. From movies and TV shows, you can't. Right. Until it comes out. Once it pops its head out, it's like... Yeah. But so like... is it a matter of like hitting oxygen when they're able to breathe? Girl, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you... write us right into our Twitter. Can you hear crying when the baby is still in the canal? Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't you freak out if you were pregnant? Chloe <laughs> If you were a pregnant... <laughs> Would you freak out if you were a pregnant woman and like eight months in, you just started hearing crying from your womb? Wow. Like from inside yourself? That's like a horror movie. I just got chills. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're trying to sleep? I'm like, oh, Ew, dude, I, I can't Ew. do anything. Suck your thumb, please. <laughs> you're shoving a pacifier up your... <laughs> your chach. <laughs> <laughs> your chapstick. <laughs> you see, the tube goes up and it goes back down. And... Okay, so, mm-hmm. so the first sounds collective, mm-hmm. they digitally converted the phonautograph recording... Of this was called Eau Claire de la Luna. Whoa, that's yeah. What, that's what the re- that's what the recording was called. Oh, the, the earliest that's nice. known that we have from 1860. It wasn't heard until 2008. Wow. Uh, so it was made uh, April 9th, 1860, and it wasn't heard until 2008. 148 years later. So until then, everybody just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should be good. Should be good. So it's about, the, it and, and, about the moon, the and, Luna. Yeah. And, and let me say this. If I'm wrong with what I just said, that's fine. Because it does say they digitally converted it. So I guess at some point before that, maybe they did. Maybe we were able to listen to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you'd think, like, with, with a century's worth of... Technology. Yeah, music technology. Yeah. Like, records. And what are those music boxes? They're like, they're like silver, and they have little dots on them. Mm. And, it's, and it's, like, it's, like, played uh, with a bunch of metal walkers. Yeah. Talking about mm-hmm. Yeah, you just <laughs> or a disc man. Yeah, snap it onto your uh-huh. your jeans pocket and yeah. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Or a banjo maybe. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, here let's continue. Oh, so anyway, it's it's just a better story that nobody heard it for 148 years, so let's stick with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in a- April of 1877, I mean, we're talking 17 years after 
that recording, mm -hmm. and 20 years after the patent, mm -hmm. okay, so 1877, also in Paris, mm. Charles Kroll, it's C-R-O-S, and his name is French, so I don't know. Mm. Um, anyway, Charles wrote a paper describing his thesis on how to record sound onto a cylinder by tracing oscillations. I think that's the thing I was talking about. <laughs> using a screw. Is that the thing? Is it the silver thing? The with silver your... cylinder with the dots and... <laughs> <laughs> you should have said the invention by Charles Kroll. Yeah, I should have. It was a bummer on my part. <laughs> so he wrote this paper, this thesis on this thing. My thesis. But he wasn't able to build it yet. Right? The machine? Yeah, I guess oh, he didn't okay. have... The know-how, the materials—I don't know. I didn't—I didn't see why he couldn't build it yet. Mm -hmm. So he submitted the paper to the Academy of Science in Paris, mm -hmm. and before he was able to build a prototype, Thomas Edison—oh no—built the first that phonograph bastard. later that year. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you hate Thomas Edison. <laughs> So nobody remembers Charles Cross Crowe. Yeah, coulda, shoulda, woulda, pal. Second, no. <laughs> second place is no place at all. And how convenient that it was later that year that Thomas Edison happened to come up with his own thing. Yeah, hmm. I wonder. I wonder if people knew about this like contextually at the time. Uh -huh. Like, was it the sound race, kind of like with the space race? Hmm. Yeah. 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 The sound race. <laughs> People are going to hear this. <laughs> That's what they were saying. People were going to hear this. Like, I'm going to talk, and people are going to be able to listen to it later. I promise you. <laughs> It'll never like, happen. Yeah, It'll never happen. What's the point? You know, what do you think? Sound is the final frontier? <laughs> oh, and, and just one final note here. The very mm. first recording on the phonograph by mm. Mr. Edison. Do you know what it was? Mary had a little lamb. Aww. I feel like that's one of those factoids that I must have learned as a yeah. kid and then I forgot. Yeah, that one sounded familiar. Nothing else mm -hmm. sounded familiar, but that was the one I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> made him choose that song? It's like, why not Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Yeah, or like Enter Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> Who let the dogs out, you know? <laughs> I mean, we don't have the technology to time travel, but... We will we'll publish a paper, a thesis on it, and yeah, yeah, in the yeah. future it'll happen. Or in the past. Oh my god! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so now I love time travel jokes. Now thanks. they're also they're they're too late, you know. Yeah, and and too early. <laughs> so now thanks to Mr. Edison, uh, Mr. Corals, and Mr. Martinville, uh, now we can do this podcast. Yeah! Yay! Yay! Speaking of... Where we talk about poop all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's rather appropriate because actually this Thursday is International Podcast Day. Ooh. Yeah. So many podcasts around the world and so many friends that we've made I'd say there are on probably, our networks. There are probably hundreds of podcasts. I mean, like at, hundreds. at most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we've had we've had a bunch of friends... I would say, like, maybe not riding our coattails or whatever. But I think we, no, we've mentioned we mentioned them before. It's like, yeah, I, everybody's starting their own podcast. So, you uh -huh. know, there's there's our friend uh, Kim, and, Kim and Otto's The Stephen King Podcast. Uh -huh. And Emily and Jake have their movie podcast. So check them out. Um, we have also not really met, but we've interacted with some other podcasts who are 
around social media and mm-hmm. we've kind of built up a rapport with them because they are also kind of us, kind of like us. Like they're not centralized on a topic or anything, but it's mm-hmm. kind of kind of just riffing. Um, and actually, what, was it a month ago that we tried recording something with the Matt Bianchi show? I'd say it's probably been about three, three or four months. Really? Probably. That long it's, ago? It's been a while. Yeah, man. Um, and unfortunately, that audio never came up, but we might actually record with him again. Oh, the yeah, Matt Bianchi show Matt Bianchi. is his podcast, mm-hmm. in case anyone's interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's just him, but he always has like several rotating guests. And the premise of his show is that each of the guests, he and he and the guest, they'll come up with eight questions and take turns asking them to each other. So... They're kind of, they could be like really deep existential questions. Like what was the one that you asked him about quicksand? Um, if, uh, sorry, you put me on the spot here. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at all for this question. Uh, I'm sure I have it written down somewhere. It's something like, um, if you had a chance to go into quicksand, would you do it? And if so, how far would you let yourself go yeah. down before you yeah. tried to get out or ask for help or anything? Oh, my gosh. It was some better wording of that. It's so, like, who comes up with questions like that? <laughs> don't invite me on your podcast and ask for questions if you don't want the, the, the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm the one asking you, not him. <laughs> he would gladly invite you back and have you ask other weird questions. I'll ask you more stuff. But I was asking like simple ass shit, like how do you wipe? And mm-hmm. it, yeah, that well, was literally. <laughs> um, and then recently, another podcast that we're friends with on Instagram, friends partying in hell. Um, they gave us a little shout out on their on their podcast. They 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 do a lot of like irreverent jokes too. And they talk about shitting, like stripping down to shit. Oh, God. Um, yeah, because that's just what happens, you know? Um, With whom? You get hot, don't you? When you're shitting, you run hot. You got to take off your pants. Got to whip that shirt off. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I often poo right before a shower. So sometimes I just happen oh. to be undressed already. Okay. But I'm not in a situation where I'm going to take my clothes off and then put them right back on. That's a lot of extra work for like 20 seconds of action. Oh. Because my poos are quick. You sounded like that rapist kid just now. <laughs> 20 minutes of action. What just happened? <laughs> uh, uh, my, well, actually, my, no, that was his father who said that. My poops are entirely consensual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they have a lot of fun joking. And they they make a, they make watch a bunch of videos and like live live react to them and they also talk about some like woke topics too like racism and sexism wait they make they make what's this called friends Friends partying partying in hell hell. they make live uh, videos from hell no they watch they watch like youtube it's a video podcast so they're watching things and you can see what they're watching and then they can comment Mm. on it (laughs) yeah but i called them um comrades cavorting in satan's dominion you would. Because I'm, yeah, we're pretentious like that. Because you're, who's we? <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing started with me saying penis in the singular and you correcting me. Which one of us is, <laughs> and Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled penis. See, if you want to do it, you want to do it again. I wanted to say peni, actually. Oh my God, you know that's not correct. You know with your whole heart that's not right. My whole. <laughs> your whole. The hole in my heart can only be filled by you extreme shout out what up 
<laughs> and then, of course, there's a middle-aged gaming. Um, I had guested on their show a while ago. Another podcast. Yes, yes. yes. And based in Taiwan. And they've added several hosts now. Like there's one guy in the UK and one guy in France. So they're just international, man. International podcasting. Wow. Mm -hmm. Gaming across the universe. Whoa. (laughs) They might join us a little bit for our extra life coming up in October. Yes. Our video gaming marathon. Oh, yeah, we have that coming up again yeah. with Josh Weiland. We'll, uh, if everything goes well, we'll have him on the show. We'll talk about it then. But yeah. That is, what, uh, October 23rd? Does that sound right? Whatever that Saturday is. 23rd sounds correct. Yeah, it right. is. I just yeah. looked it up. 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. So, you know, you can set your uh, your clocks that's not correct. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same weekend because last year we did it on Halloween and it was twenty five hours. Never again. I think it should be twenty five hours minimum Why? every year. Why? I think every year we should add an hour. <laughs> so by the time we're like sixty years old, we're just we're getting older and it's getting harder to stay awake. And we just have keep you going done the math? Longer. Have you done the math about how many hours it will be? I mean, I could. We're, you know, in our late 30s. Mm-hmm. Let's so, let's average out 38 between all of us, 37. Yeah, yeah. And when we're 60, it's 22 more. It's 12, 47 hours. It's almost two days. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fun. No big deal. See, an extra hour, <laughs> uh, an extra hour a year is nothing. Anyway, we do a video game marathon for 24 hours, okay. and we play all the games. And don't kill each other. We had costumes last year because it was Halloween. And we do it to to uh, for to, a purpose to help out, to help out the kids mm-hmm. and the the hospitals. The Riley Children Hospital. Riley Hospital. Ah, oh, damn it! Children. I always get it wrong. You always get it wrong. Uh, let's see what other stuff's been going on. We put up that treasure hunt video this past Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to our YouTube, you'll see uh, the. Uh, treasure hunt video with alice and our good friend justin weber yeah so look at that look at that look we just plugged all kinds of stuff other people ourselves well (laughs) (laughs) we (laughs) plugged our cloacas we plugged everything (laughs) you don't know who i am i'm gonna plug you you know what else i want to plug oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i saw a trailer for a television show on roku so i feel like it's it's on Roku channel, so I think we have it, right? So you want to plug a TV show? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> I saw wow. the trailer. Brave. I, I just want to talk about sure, it. Sure, let's go. I let's plug it. I just want to talk. Let's plug it. Okay. It's Josh Groban. I mean, you uh-huh. know, he needs no plug. I mean, he'll <laughs> or, get it. He can get it. Yeah, he needs, <laughs> he needs no plug. He deserves all the plugs. <laughs> Ladies. Gentlemen. He hosts this new show called Eye Candy. Uh-huh. And Is it with the letter I? No. Okay. <laughs> Less interested, but go on. Okay. <laughs> it is a show with celebrities and civilians, and they're on teams, and it's, uh, I guess they have to decide whether a realistic-looking cake is real or not. <laughs> it's really going to be a show now? <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh-huh. You have to eat it. So in the trailer, it's a bunch of people biting into things. Uh-huh. And I think they picked all the fake things. They weren't cakes. Ah. So you have people biting into foam rollers and biting into a shovel or something. So when you said they have to eat it, they just have to bite it. They don't have to. Oh. <laughs> you, you were wrong. Enjoy eating this jar of poison. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Who would 
design a cake like that? Josh Groban, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to kill you all! <laughs> He'd make it so majestic. That's what I was doing, too. Yeah. I deserve plugs. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone made a cake shaped like a butt plug? <sighs> I knew you'd go there. <laughs> I mean, it's just a Christmas tree. <laughs> like the base of it? Oh, no, I guess the, okay, it's yeah. the whole tree. Or there was, I mean, there was, wasn't there that art piece, that conceptual art piece? It was like a huge butt plug, but I think it was supposed. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a Christmas tree. It was it was supposed to be either of those things. And mm. there was a lot of uproar. <laughs> I mean, there is a little bit of a difference because <laughs> the needles are like poking you mm. when you try to take it out. And the lights, all the, the lights always get stuck inside. Yeah, it's like going in would be okay because uh-huh. all, the, all the branches are facing yeah, down. Yeah, they're facing the right way. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like trying to open a, an umbrella into your asshole or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That always yeah. hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when they're the little ones, like the ones for drinks. Those cocktail umbrellas. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. You would think, not so put bad. A, put a cock in your tail, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate this show. 